Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Wow, that's, uh, that's a pap into it. Yes, we will open up the phone lines and we'll do text and all that kind of stuff after 1 o'clock. All right, we'll get to it. I'll let you have your say even though I already know what your say is going to be. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you. Some guests in Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow Sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. I'm going to have to go in there one of these days. Maybe I'm going to have to go in there with our next guest since I owe him for uh, a bet between Alabama and Clemson. We're not betting on the Super Bowl, are we? We're going to go double or nothing here? Ten if you want. Who are you taking? Rams. Oh, well, let's do it. I'll take the pay. I'll take the Patriots. How I'll good? Give you the Patriots. I'll give you the Patriots. Another, you get another day chance to be get the favorites. You know, that's okay. It's all good. Uh, just before we get to the situation with the the hockey club, uh, how good were those two games yesterday, John? Oh, well, you know the the, the NFL, and I know this is a big CFL town. Uh, but the NFL's had a dynamite season. Just when they needed to have a dynamite season, they've had a dynamite season. And yeah, yeah. The two overtime games yesterday just carried that through. It also reinforced, John, the mythology out there from officials that one call does not cost a team a game. You know what? When margins are as tight as ever in sport, yes, one call does dictate the outcome of games. So. Yeah, and I would hope that that uh, side judge never gets a chance to officiate again. That's, that was an unbelievable uh, non-call. It worked, obviously, in the favor of the uh, L.A. Rams. Hey, give the Rams credit, though. Their kicker made two two kicks from yeah. beyond the 50-yard line. So, And then the pa- and then you never write off the Patriots, do you? No. No. Now, you know, what's uh, in, you know what's interesting about the Patriots? And we can segue this a bit to the here and now. Is the Patriots are an organization, and they've built a strong culture. But they always bet on talent, and they also bet on players maturing and growing up. So, because there are some organizations that think they know culture and run guys off once in a while, 
and it comes back to backfire as guys grow up and mature. And then yeah. you look at the Patriots, and not every player the Patriots have brought in has worked out for them, right? Like, they've had some guys, I mean, look no further than Aaron Hernandez. But the the fact of the matter is they're willing to give guys second chances in life, and then you're expected to go in there and be part of their program. And, and you know what? If you, uh, if you can't do that, then you'll very uh, quickly be... Uh, uh, what was the term the coach from Minnesota used when they brought Randy Moss in? I forget the exact non-situational fit or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, well, here, here's the thing. The, you know, Bill Belichick runs a uh, a, a program. tightly wound watch, uh, but a tightly wound watch. Yeah. And every cog in the watch turns the way he wants it to turn, and if it doesn't turn, it's gone. That's it, plain and simple, and uh, and it works. Difference is uh, the average career length in the NFL is, uh, what, four years? And they also have non-guaranteed contracts. Yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge factor. Right. In, uh, and, and they also have a star player that has bought into the program better than most and taken pay cuts all the way along. Yeah. You know, he's given money back to the system so that they could, they could go out and, and, and pay for other players. Well, that's... Are you telling me he shouldn't, are you telling me he shouldn't be the highest paid player in the National Football League? Holy smokes. Yeah, I think you can make a strong argument that he's that yeah. guy. Uh, you know what? The highest paid player in the NHL should be Connor McDavid. And he's at a point and a half per game. And he can't. And he, the thing about Connor is he'd be the first guy to tell you, uh, though he doesn't say much to begin with, but he'd be the first, he knows when he doesn't play well. And that yeah. was not a great weekend. For Connor and Leon, so some might say it starts there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it that easy. I'm not gonna say, well, their best guys weren't good enough in those two games. The whole team wasn't good enough in those two games. The problem the Oilers have right now is if they don't have McDavid and Drysaddle going, they don't have the support and the depth at forward to be able to offset that right now. And and the domino effect of losing two defensemen, because you know we we have uh, politely forgot about Andre Sekera. Yeah, uh, losing Sekera and Clefbaum at this point, the domino effect that had is, that's had on the blue line means that Caleb Jones has to play more. Caleb Jones probably shouldn't even be here um, uh, under the right circumstances, but uh, he's here out of necessity, uh, and and it's and it's putting him in a, in a in a really tough spot. So here's the one thing I would say about Connor, and, and I this, this morning uh, at the arena. I saw a glimmer of Connor McDavid that, and I, I must admit, I always thought he was a soft-spoken guy. Uh, I, I saw something out of McDavid this morning in talking to the media that said, hey, this is my team. We're going to be working through this. Uh, I saw some confidence. I saw, some, uh, I, I saw a little bit of an edge to Connor yeah. this morning in his conversation. And I thought, it was, I thought that was, okay, that's fair. That's good. I like that. And and uh, now they got a lot of work to do, man. It's it's just not going to be fun. No, they. <laughs> but 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 uh, but but uh, I I liked his accountability this morning. I believe the term is something you in your game, and Wayne Gretzky had that. Uh, you know, Wayne Gretzky is as classy of a guy off the ice as you'll ever meet. That's in hockey circles. Uh, he treats everybody incredibly well. Whether or not it's yeah. we've talked about this before, it doesn't matter whether or not it's the trainer especially the trainers, but, I mean, he, he treats people like gold. Doesn't matter if it was Eric Rybuck, Connor McDavid in terms of the players. Doesn't matter if it was Peter Shirelli or Bob Stoffer on the plane. He treated everybody like absolute gold. But yeah. Wayne 
in the game, had a highly competitive streak. My theory on this, John, is that Connor is so gifted. At times, he's almost embarrassed by it on the ice. You know what I'm saying? And Wayne kind of had to prove it a little bit differently because though Wayne underplays how good of an actual skater he was, because if you watch the highlights from him in the 80s, he always separated from guys on breakaways. Um, the fact is Wayne had to think his way around the ice a bit more than Connor did. Connor was just such a uh, ethereal freak in terms of what he can yeah. do skating-wise, right? But it, you can see the frustration coming. Look, man, when the Calgary Flames are sitting there after the game, after they beat the Oilers 5-2, and a player like Rasmus Anderson, who cross-checks Nugent Hopkins with 10 seconds left in the game, is yelling uh, through the hallway, you guys blank and suck and you're losers, that gets to guys after a while, right? And that sort of thing, uh, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, but, but here, the, the thing that is, that is concerning to me is, like, first of all, last night's score... Yes still flattered the Oilers. Yes, it did. Uh, at 6-1, um, this team did not play well. It did not show up to play. Uh, and then it it, 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 it it lost its confidence, whatever confidence they had, so quickly after the Niederreiter goal uh, that that you wondered how, how they could ever come from behind. I'm not sure they know how to come from behind right now, just... John, they're, the not built, they're, they're not built to no. come from behind. They don't have no, the depth no, that's forward, right? right? That's right. And, and, that's right. And, and the other thing is, and, and I actually asked someone this morning, I said, I, I don't know, if you watched Carolina play last night, everything was at the net all the time. Yeah. Everything was at the net all the time. Uh, and if you watched the Oilers last night, nothing was at the net any time. And everybody does these beautiful little you know, button hooks along the boards yeah. uh, waiting to make the perfect play. Well, hockey, you don't make the perfect play every time. You uh, gotta get, you gotta get down and dirty and get a yeah. little nasty and go to the front of the net. And because in the end, if that, if you do that, the puck will end up there. And then the puck might end up behind the goalie. John, last night, and Carolina's, we all know their defense is good, okay? I mean, there, there's rumors that Dougie Hamilton might be in play. Well, that's because they've got Brett Pesci, who's, you know, a better five-on-five defenseman. they got Falk who's been part of their group for a while, another right Falk shot. Had, Falk's had a much better year than last. Right, and and yeah. don't forget the three years before that, he scored 15, 16, and 17 goals. Yeah. Last year, Hamilton yeah. led the league in goals for defensemen, and Calgary's yeah. better without him. So, yeah. But yeah. They, they had, I would argue last night, the six defensemen that they played were all better than the six defensemen the Oilers had. And that's partially because Larson's in the, he's in the crapper right now. And, and you know, Darnell Nurse, when he tries to do too much, he ranges out of position a bit. We saw that on the power play goal that they scored, which is not to yep. say Darnell Nurse is not an important part of things moving forward, and Larson's not a good defenseman, but the Oilers have got guys slotted too high. And so here's the thing. I, I guess ultimately, John, what's the solution moving forward for Edmonton? Well, I mean, the solution moving forward is to find depth. And the challenge is how you find that depth. And then, the, it's like, like do, can they find, in the short term, can they find magic in a bottle? And the answer right now is I don't know how they're going to find magic in a bottle unless, unless after the break they change something. And, and you know, they, they start to play defense first. They start literally to go and just clamp down, play defense first, and wait for the break. Because right now they're still trying to be in the offensive zone and try to make the beautiful play. 
and they have they have totally disregarded their own zone a lot of time. Well, you know what? After the break, it would not surprise me to see this team go into really boring, ugly hockey that might win. It just might win, and that's what might have to happen. Listen, the team coming in here tomorrow night, Bob, is actually faster than Carolina. The Detroit Red Wings are, are blurs on the screen at times. Um, you know they have some of the same, they they have some backhand issues as well, and I I, I I might even say that their goaltending you know isn't as good as 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 what Koskinen can play. But uh, from that perspective, they're faster, and it's going to be difficult if you want to get into a track meet with the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Uh, to win. So you understand the frustration of the fans right now. We're talking about a lack of depth up front. The orders the orders move Strom, who was a popular teammate, a third line center. He was not a great third line center. He's not a great player, but he's a player and he's playing. They, the orders have scratched Spooner now th- uh three straight games, seven times this year. They put Spooner on waivers. And so the no. fans are sitting there saying you traded away Strom and Kajula, and that's part of the reason why you're lacking forward depth. Um how would you respond to that? Uh, I, I, I guess my response to that is I'm not sure you were going to win with Strom anyway. Um, you, you know, you know and, and I think that the, the, the frustration that fans have is valid. Um, but this was a classic case. If we give a guy a new environment, yeah. it may work. It may work. Well, you know what? It didn't work. Um, and, and but if we're t- if we're sitting here talking about Kajula and and Strom and Spooner, we're nibbling at the we're nibbling at the edges of what's what the real issues are. Um, you know, it, it, they're they're just. I mean, you look at their right wing. You know, it's difficult right now. When you look at the right wing, the best two right wingers might be Kuljarvi and Yamamoto, uh, and both of them have spent time in Bakersfield this year. Yeah. And, 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 and logic dictates, and, and, and they and they do and they do have potential. They right. do have potential, but boy, it's really early. So it's difficult. It, it, it's a difficult situation. But they're paper thin. They're paper thin a lot of places, um, and you can understand why the fans are frustrated. You can re, you really can. I it, listen. It was it's hard when you're investing money in in, in your tickets and you're going to the, to to Rogers sure. Place and have it and having a good time. I can understand why you're frustrated. Yeah, and then there's also, you know, the perception, well, we're in a window here. Now, McDavid, there, there keeps on being guys chirping out of Toronto. Oh, he's, you know, he's going to force the issue. The guy's invested. He inv- he signed an eight-year contract. Yeah. He, You know what? I'm, he didn't. For- I'm never going to worry about Connor McDavid. I'm, gonna, I'm okay. never going to worry about okay. Connor McDavid. I like Taylor Hall as much as any media guy in this city. Taylor Hall. No, you like, him, you like him more. Taylor Hall was not going to go to Erie. Okay? Yeah. He, he was not going to Erie. Connor McDavid went to Erie, and Erie was, at the time that Connor went there, that was the last place in the OHL you wanted to go to, and he he went there. And so for the Toronto media types to be, you know, putting out conjecture, oh, he's going to force the issue, that things things can change. We've seen things change. Now, I'm as disappointed as anybody with the positions. Yeah. And I would I would assert you the Oilers are three players down what I expected at the start of the year. Okay, they're dead. Well, they're down cleft bomb because the Sacramento thing's just bad luck, you know. For him yep. to blow out the Achilles in August, like if he blows it out in June, then you can plan around it in free agency. But when he blow, blows it out in August, there is no opportunity to address it through free agency, right? right. So no, that, right. That, right. That, that's bad luck. But they're down cleft bomb with the injury, and I I would suggest that Strom, 
was their number seven forward, and I would suggest that Kajula was a, a top nine forward, and they don't have those two guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that's those moves during the year have not, John, built confidence in the marketplace right now in management. No, and no you, they haven't. And you totally understand that, right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, when 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 Ryan Spooner can't even play, I think that's the answer, truly what the organization thinks about the deal, too. You know, in the end, it was a mistake. Yeah. In the end, it was a mistake. But does that mean it wasn't worth the try? And that's the question people have to ask. Because, I mean, Ryan Strom, I mean, as many times you want to say Ryan Strom was the number seven forward, that's not saying very much. And, the, I mean, how many times did Ryan Strom frustrate you? How many times did Ryan Strom? There's no question. There's there's no question that he. Do I do I remind you of of Sid's overtime goal here before Christmas? But he was playing, John. In fairness, he was playing on a three-on-three situation in overtime. Well, right. Hey, listen. Last I checked, he was making a lot of money to play the game of hockey. Yeah, you know, and and I mean, Nurse Nurse could have supported him on that matchup as well. That's the best <laughs> player in the world undressed. I'll, I'll look the fact that he, he had one, him. the fact that he, he had one goal in eighteen games, that's concerning. Uh, he actually had an yeah. even goal share five on five, which is crazy given the lack of production. But I mean, we're again, this but is they, we're, we're talking about. We're nibbling at the edges when we're talking about Ryan Strome, really. There's, it, it, the depth issue is, goes beyond the number seven. And forward. it's it's been systemic. And so yeah. you, you hit on something there. So Shirelli has made a lot of moves. They've claimed guys on waivers. They've been active. You know, I'm in year 11, and uh, Steve Tamalini was GM from 2008 until roughly April of 2013, okay? And it was paralysis by analysis with Steve. He's the nicest man in the world. He was very polite with people, very caring about people's families and all those sort of things. But Pete did not, he was not a proactive guy. Shirelli has been a proactive guy uh, and has, you know, he's, he's been proactive in terms of movement, but he doesn't play the media game, which probably hasn't helped him. But right now... Oh, it certainly hasn't helped him. Right. It certainly hasn't helped him. Right. So, but 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 that but but you know, but he, but he has he been proactive. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it's it, as I said, it's not for lack of trying. I mean, you know, Peter's not sitting in his office saying, "Man, I hope we screw up another trade and lose." Yeah. You know, he he is he's befuddled. I guarantee you, uh, if we ever had a chance to sit and talk with him, he's as befuddled as anybody. You know? Yeah. Has have there been some some mistakes in judgment? Sure. But, you know, there are 30 other managers that may, you know, ask, ask George and Steve if he'd make that uh, Thomas Tatar uh, trade with the Red Wings again. Right. You know, there's... Or the Philip Forsberg trade for Martin Ura with Nashville. Here, here, here's, here's the biggest difference for me, and this is the learning curve for Peter. For Peter, um, when he was in Boston, if, he, if, if they made a mistake, uh, the next day the... the, the the papers were full of the Patriots, the Celtics, the Red Sox, oh, and yeah, the Bruins. Right. Here, when Peter makes a mistake, they're filled with the Oilers, the Oilers, the Oilers, and the Oilers. Yep. That's it. And that is the biggest difference for this, for this general manager. And uh, I, I, I I, do think the culture shock of I agree. coming to a Canadian I agree. city never goes away. I mean, you can't go to the mall. I, mean, I remember sitting with John Ferguson who took over the job in Toronto 
he could not believe he could go, couldn't go to Eaton Center in downtown Toronto and go up the escalator without somebody yelling at him. Hey, welcome to the big league, folks. This is Canada. This is hockey. This is what we care about. It's the way it is. There's no question. I, I you know, I can remember when he announced his, uh, so 2015-16, you know, first year of the organization, and they announced the World Cup team. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins was not on that initial list, and JT Miller was. And I know of a couple of media individuals that were hot about it and were like, JT Miller has one good six-week stretch. He's on the team. And Nugent Hopkins, who's been a pretty good player. And, oh, by the way, you're the GM of Nugent Hopkins. And he's been on, you know, for he's been a pretty good player for three and a half years at that stage in the NHL or four years, whatever it was. And he's like, you know, and Peter said, well, he's going to be on the team eventually. And I'm like, oh. You know, I, I just know that there was some media guy, and that's just the nature of this. That's why we have shows for two hours called Oilers Now. That's why, John, in the next segment, like I'm going to take calls and texts. I know what's coming because the fans yeah. care, right? It's yeah. awesome that they care, and they're angry as hell. Yeah. What's the saying? I'm mad as hell, and I'm not taking it anymore. What was that from? Was that from Network with Peter Falk? No, uh, broadcast. No, no, it was from Network. Sorry. That, that, that was from Peter yeah. Finch. Peter Finch, not Peter Falk. Yeah. How dare I do that to Peter Finch? Because he was an an actor on another. He level. won the Academy. He won the Academy Award for that. Yes. Well, uh, here, here's the one thing I would say. Go for um, it. I I've been fired. You have I've fired people. I oh I've been fired. I know that's hard to believe. I've been fired. I have fired people. It is not fun. It is particularly not fun to have it done in public. Uh, it's embarrassing to your family. It's embarrassing to your friends. So when people call in and they start talking about this kind of stuff, just remember you're dealing with people and you're dealing with families and you're dealing with situations that are a lot more emotional than you can realize when you invest $125 in a ticket. We're talking about people's lives. All right, John. We appreciate that. And uh, one of these days I'll hook you up at Roos Chris. I'll believe that when I see it. And I gave you a gift by picking the Rams. I was just feeling bad for you. Are you? you I was. You might be feeling worse for me about an hour from now. Or maybe not. (laughs) I I think I'm going back to my room and I'm going to start listening to 630 Chet. There you go. That's John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers, our regular Monday contributor to Oilers Now. Final couple days into our Oilers Now road trip to Nashville. Almost sold out. One of the most exciting arenas in the NHL. These packages include airfare, hotel accommodation, great all-inclusive game tickets. They include food, beverage, all that kind of stuff in Nashville, all your transportation, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests, plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International uh, Airport. Space limited to get on these road trips to Nashville. All right, coming up next, a global news weather traffic update. Brendan, i got to learn how to read the script because I saw Eileen here, and I thought Eileen was doing the news, but it's Cassandra Jodwan. She's up next, and then you on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 7804960. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. And you can text us on our Heartland 4 text line 630-630. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon 
on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.